We are up, fellas. We are live. Kind of live. Live, and, and we can hear Dave here <laughs> for another episode of American Dudeocracy. <laughs> Mayor Dave's back. Mayor Dave is back and loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> I'm looking Moderna. pretty, I might add, Dave. <laughs> right. You got to get a video. We could at least I video know. Dave. We do. I actually, we just need Dave. I actually yeah, was pretty for a second today. I had one of the kids put some uh, fake nails on me <laughs> or, or, on one of my fingernails, on one of them, because it was a stick on and. Yeah. Hey, will you put your hand back here and let me stick this uh, <laughs> fake nail on your hand? And so I, I told her I look pretty. And she says, you're not. It oh. crushed me. What? <laughs> it crushed me. Well, I think you do, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Positive reinforcement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's yeah. why I love being in the honey hut. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but love. That's right. That's love right. and slinging all kinds of whatever needs to be slung for the day. And we're slinging it. That's right. <laughs> slinging, slinging. This is the, uh, what, think of this as a safe space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can say whatever you want out here. And, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> and, and almost everybody could listen to it. <laughs> right. Your ears are safe. That's right. Well, fellas, welcome back, man. Hammering out another episode here. Bringing, uh, yes, man, we should just dive in, right? Let's do it. Episode two, subtitle episode two of Faith. Uh, we did one on faith, and this is just an ongoing one. So I want to dive into another faith-based episode <clears throat> and talk through uh, a little bit of faith over fear. Mm -hmm. I like that. You yeah. know, there's so much going on right now, Matt, and this is this hits home for me because there's a lot of things to be afraid of right now. When you look around, you don't have to look very far before you hit something that's like, ugh. That that doesn't sound good. Oh, oh, that that headline that don't sound good at all, <laughs> right? I mean, everywhere you look, it's it's a constant battle, right? How do you how do you rise above that and not let that drag you down, mm -hmm. right? I, I struggle with that sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that um, I've consistently been seeing an increase of is in my business. I deal with <clears throat> excuse me a lot of Medicaid patients a lot of patients that are and clients i'm sorry that are kind of in the down and out for now and hopefully of course their lives will improve at some point but there's so many behavioral issues with our our children lately and it's stunning to try to figure out what is causing all this there is more i mean there's an exponential increase in autism behavioral issues um, even violence in some in small kids, you know, one of the uh, kids that I serve just got booted out of a behavioral clinic because she started in with another kid and they just she had done it too, way, way too many times. Mm -hmm. um, my brother's wife has got a uh, another client that actually got out of his seatbelt and started pulling her hair. I mean, this is stuff going on all the time. And it's getting worse every day. So, with that being said, number one was causing it. Number two, how do we avert being afraid every day of what's happening in our lives? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the broken family, mm -hmm. I think. If you look at those families, I'm sure a lot of them are you know, <clears throat> without a mom and dad, right? Absolutely. Most of them have um, missing one parent, yeah. mostly the dads. Yeah, And these are... Just your, 
you know, I, we live in a pretty, oh, what would you call it? Um, just a regular community here. It's not a poor community. It's not a rich community, but it's just middle-class community and dads are missing. Right. Um, some of them, the moms are incapable of taking care of them. So grandma has to, she's the legal custodian. Same thing with uh, another little kid. The grandpa's doing the work. So where are the parents at? Well, I got a kind of a peek of some of the parents in the background and it's not good. Drug addictions, abuse. Um, some of them have been sexually molested and just all kinds of weird things that happen. And I don't, I mean, our, our world is definitely getting eat, eat more evil by the day. The Bible says it's going to, and that's, you can't get away from that. You really can't. It's happening. So how do we well, find peace? Well, we have to keep fighting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't just let that, let that go, right? We're mm -hmm. supposed to always be prepared to give a testimony, right? So yep. I think you call out those individual moments and help where you can, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and that relationship, that peace that's missing, right? I think <laughs> all those familial things that are going on, they, they all boil down to a lack of a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You're missing. There's some component missing. Some, some relationship is strained or missing or being exploited in a way that it shouldn't be. So, so starting at repairing that, I think has to be done with a relationship and through prayer. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I truly believe that most of that work is going to have to be done on our knees Yeah, and we have to start with our own families first, you know, just, uh, we have to definitely pray for, you know, our siblings, our kids, grandkids, whatever you have. Um, and then you go out and you start praying for others. But I mean, for my business, I'm praying for, each family, you know, call them out by name in the mornings mm. during my quiet time. But, um, you know, there's sometimes that I miss a couple of names or whatever I forget, but I'm telling you that's, uh, it, it does bring joy to my heart to be able to do that. And it does bring peace to me. I don't know if it does to them yet, but I got to know that you have to trust the Lord and knowing that he is doing his work behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're blessing their life, Dave. Just, I hope so. Story you told about the fingernail and what <laughs> <laughs> the little kid being put. pretty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, it kind of brings it full circle, you know. And, and to think back on, <clears throat> I mean, our own lives, right? Because to reflect, like there isn't anything that I think love can't fix. And I know that's a. <clears throat> I feel like there's a bit of cliche around that statement because, oh, you know, love is great. Love is, I mean, the Bible says that plain and simple. Love is the greatest of all these things. And then there's a list, right? But, but you think about, you think about all those situations you were just talking about, Dave, and, you know, apply them, I guess, as we, as we talk through this, please think of your own lives and apply that to your own lives. Um, I, can go back and look at, you know, the way that I was raised and the way I grew up and the, you know, the hardships and the triumphs and the victories and the defeats and the, but I, I think all of that, when it comes down to a fundamental level, I think, especially with children, um, because children are, are more pure than we are as adults, as we get corrupted and exposed to the fallen world that we live in. But 
I don't think any, there's, there's nothing going on in the world today that love could not solve. And those little acts of love, like you said, taking a couple seconds. So sure. You know, here, yeah. Paint my nail, uh, connections, time. Um, I think that is the fundamental thing that, that children are seeking. So, you know, what is it about addiction that grips people? And I think it's, it's, the numbing of the emotions of the gap potentially of love, the lack of love in that person's life. They feel underappreciated. They feel unloved. They feel lost. They feel potentially missing of something or they're trying to become something more than themselves. And I I think that's the missing piece. Um, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, Jesus, um, walked the earth and and his main message was love each other. Um, you know, that's what he says. I will tell you the truth, you know, love, love each other. That is one of, that is the highest commandment. Uh, so when you think about that, you know, on a daily basis to love each other when you're cut off in traffic, Right. I'll use as an example, because that (laughs) that seems to be my quickest downfall. (laughs) Yep. You got blinkers on that day. What? You know, just (laughs) but but dude, just understand that perspective. So, you know, someone that's struggling in life, they are just like we are. But maybe they're just missing that little piece of love. You know, I think with kids, that's where it falls, because you look at a broken family. uh, I say broken, but a divided family, right? A family that they don't have a mother and father under the same roof. And to be perfectly honest, you know, this day and age, it's harder now than ever to raise a family. Uh, Both parents have to work on most occasions. Um, So they're not getting that relationship nurture from mother and father, those examples, possibly those positive examples. So when you show up home from work and you're tired and you're, you just want a little time to yourself. So it's like, well, here's some electronics and they're going to find that mm-hmm. time. Um, same thing with schools. You send them off to school all day and you're expecting that the teacher and the administration and that school and that facility is providing a positive example to your beliefs and your, you know, whatever your things that you hold close to. Uh, however, they're getting whatever they're getting. So without that open door, to reflect and discuss and bring a little bit of that love. I think children just want to be loved and, and we are all just children, right? Like at the end of the day, you can, you can be strong. You can claim to be strong. You can claim to be weak. You can claim to be faulty center. I mean, we've all, we all have make mistakes, but I think that's the baseline. Yeah. And I, and again, reading, reading the Bible, there are, I mean, there are endless accounts of love and how love changed things and faith over fear. So when we say faith over fear, essentially to be able to look at potentially someone you may view as an enemy or someone you may view as a adversary to try to understand enough and try to show them a little bit of love, you pull that negative energy almost immediately out of those situations. But if you show up to that conversation or to that interaction with anger or angst or, or 
maybe the inability to, with, with a lack of patience, then it escalates, right? Fire upon fire. Uh, so I don't know, man, I, I guess that's a, a, man, that's a long winded way to say what I'm trying to say, but, but that lack of love, you know, and that's where the mm-hmm. community, again, you know, in the Bible, endless accounts of stories about community and getting together and communion and, and coming together as people and worshiping and, and spreading that love. I mean, think of, think of how different your own life would be if, if everyone just showed a little bit more love. So Matt, it's again, the society we live in right now, there's so much division. We haven't been this divided, I don't think, ever, right? So we're literally coming at this from polar opposites. If you look at like politics, man, you can set someone off just by mentioning that you support this person or this person or whatever, you're you're Republican or you're Democrat or whatever. You could just set someone off or you could be set off if someone says that, right? I mean, that's just, we're so easily offended and it's, yeah, it's so easy to follow that trap, right? So it's it's hard to break it down and and find commonalities and find something that you can love about the other person. It doesn't take much, but you gotta, you gotta look for it and you gotta do that. And it's, it's a decision. You have to decide to do it. Right. Cause, cause if you don't, then you're never going to see eye to eye on the big things, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's a lot of little things you probably will or vice versa. Maybe you do see the Mm -hmm. eye to eye on the big things and the little things that is what's driving you apart. Who knows? But that's what you focus on, right? You always focus on what divides you. Right. So it's, it, it's hard changing that narrative. You know, it is. And I think that is a, that is a natural human response. Yeah. Is, is to try to focus in on the differences. Right. And, and again, the, the tools that are out there, the media, the politics, the world politics, the world stage, there's a push to focus in on some of those divisions. And, and that's where we have to look ourselves in the mirror. And I think that's the faith over fear because ultimately fear is what is driving the division. Well, if these whatever do this, then that will negatively impact me. And, and that approach right there is already loaded. Right. And I think that's where the Bible 100% for me has, has slowed me down when you read and try to absorb, right. Try to understand and absorb the Bible slows you down and it makes, it does a very good job of making you reflect on yourself and how you are in control and how, how you can continue to be better. You can continue to be closer to God and the message and the way that we should be to each other. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not, it's not easy, but uh, I mean, it's, that's not supposed to be easy either. Just like anything in life. If it's easy, it's not really worth anything. Um, but to find that grace, that ultimate Mm -hmm. grace, I mean, that's what we're all seeking and that's through love, you know, and and as men, 
you know, as dudes, uh, you know, the talking about love has always been kind of a weird thing, uh, especially, you know, the way I grew up, you know, we, my brothers and a sister and family and we love each other. But to say that was always kind of like, it didn't it said a lot. Love ya. We, right. Which is always, it's kind of, it's a weird thing. And I still, to this very day, like I personally still struggle with some of that. Like I, I have this weird thought that it's like, well, if you say it too much, then it kind of loses its meaning. But to be perfectly <clears throat> fair, like, is that something you can say too much? I don't think not, so. Not the kids and you know, to your family. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's humbling in a sense, because when it comes out you're like, yeah, you know, I do, but it's, I guess that's the question, mm-hmm. right? I know you guys, you guys are, are a lot better at that than I am. And I think that's something that I try to take from the two of you as a positive example. Like, Hey man, it's, it's okay to be a dude and be like, Hey man, I love you, man. Mm-hmm. Feel the love, spread the mm-hmm. love. But it's, it's such a weird three or four years ago. That was a foreign concept to me, man. <laughs> foreign concept. You know, it was, it was different. I can't remember if it's in Psalms or Proverbs, but it, and please forgive me because it's been ages since I've memorized some of this stuff, but it talks about kind word. Um, let's see. Kind word drives away wrath, but a grievous word stirs up anger or whatever. But anyway, kindness in our, our society is really hard to find anymore because right. everybody's on edge. Everybody's got their fists in the air and, ready to duke it out with their neighbor. I'd actually like to duke it out with my neighbor's dogs because they bark all the time and it's annoying as an F word. But, you know, I, I really want to sit up on my roof and just pick them off with a uh, a can on my pistol. But, um, you know, I, we should be loving our neighbors and the Bible calls us calls for us to do that. And that's really hard because one one quote that I heard years ago is we have to see our neighbor – and all people through God's eyes. And that's really hard. Right. And it's, there's a lot of false, you know, carrying out their false love. I think like if you look at like someone trying to get something out of you, if mm-hmm. they have intentions, like they, they want something from you, they'll, man, they'll pour it on. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's fake. So I think that there's so much of that, right. Our mm-hmm. culture is so greedy now that it's like the people are selling me all the time and it's like, great. And I, you're selling me. What do you want? <laughs> right. So when you run across someone that's truly, that has nothing to gain, there's, there's nothing they will gain from being nice to you, but they just be nice to you. It could be, a, it, it's gotta be a stranger in that regard. It's like, wow, that, wow, that, that's cool. I've made my day, right? Pass that forward. You know, what's crazy is I've met people like that and I wanted to see them again. You could tell, yeah. yeah, you could just tell like, man, they have a soft spirit. They're they just, have no motives. Wow. Like, I like that person. <clears throat> and guess what? They're strong. Yeah. 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 And that's just who they are, right? Meek is they, not weak. They didn't do it because of you. It wasn't mm-hmm. you. It was just you needed it right then and there. So they, they helped you. Yeah. Right? They do the same thing to you, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, those people are me. I, I want to be like that. And I, I'm not. I'm striving for that. But Me too. Yeah. I think that's kind of the whole goal, right? How do we get to that level? Well, I mean, it, again, to, to dissect that a little from the human perspective is you take someone that is like that, right? That person has been through 
just as much or more potentially negative things as anybody. And they've not allowed that negative and the hurt and the pain and the suffering to spill out onto the next person. They So to go to your comment, Dave, the strength, the strength that that person possesses is incredible. And that strength can only come from one place. And that strength comes from God. You know, that strength comes from God, Jesus, the spirit within them that that allows them to connect and not spread further damage. Right. And I think that's, that's a big piece of that. So, you know, church is great. Going to church is fantastic, but, but to live that seven days a week, 365, you know, not, don't wait for a holiday to be kind, Mm -hmm. you know, don't wait for a situation to be kind, you know, challenge yourself, challenge yourself. And, and reflect, you know, of course, man, 99% of the time we get it wrong, but the 1% that you don't outshines the 99%. You know, it's, uh, I mean, there's just, it's just a better way to be. It doesn't make you weak. You know, it makes you strong. And, and that's a bit of a struggle too with me because you, you see the chaos around the world and, you know, you want to fix things and you want to make things right. But, you can't force change, like no matter how much you want, you know, so all you can do is spread that positivity and that ripple effect takes effect. Mm. Right. Well, I think just getting caught up in the news and stuff, I think that just sets your mind in a certain way. Like the guy we just talked about, the kind guy, he probably isn't the guy that sits around listening and watching news and stuff. Right. Because if you do that, you're kind of tied up in it. It's hard. It's hard to be of God and of that that mind that that okay. I'm gonna love everybody, right? I'm gonna do that today. It's hard doing that when you're like when you see all this chaos going around. Like why, 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 why? You get mad at it and frustrated, and then <laughs> then mm-hmm. you're, that shows. I mean, if that's kind of your attitude, then you're that shows in your actions. Your attitude mm-hmm. leads to what you do, right? So it's kind of the the atomic habit stuff right you got to go back to the small steps and find that cue that trips you and if it's watching the tv and stuff you know and matt you touched on the driving that that's it that's a cue for me right man i'm tom petty out there when i get driving sometime <laughs> i'm man i'm I, I don't know why i gotta wherever i'm going i gotta get there pretty quick is that the musician tom petty or <laughs> <laughs> dwayne's so, karaoke in, in the car are, are we talking about running down a dream <laughs> right right okay. running to fly <laughs> so I gotta get there quick, right? And it's it's hard mm-hmm. if I get, you know, stuck behind someone going five, ten miles on the speed limit. It's like, come on, man, what are you doing? <laughs> what the heck? Which is funny because my wife is that person. Is she? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I gotta recognize that. So what I'm working on is okay, so that's my cue. So I just gotta like, okay, what's my hurry? <laughs> what what am I in a rush for here, you know? And just realize that, and then that I think will helps get my mindset initially, because you, you, it's a it's a process. You have to choose to to think that way, right? And if you just go about it without you know willy nilly, then things will come up and and smack you. But if you're intentional, you think through it, then I think that's that's the answer. Yeah, intentional, and and to be honest with ourselves, right? So I guess I would challenge every one of us. 
So if you start your day off, right, go, go through and just take, take, take a note, a mental note, write it down, whatever you want to do. If you start a day one way, right? If you're, if you're, schedule or your regime is to get up in the morning and make coffee and you turn on the TV and the news to see what's going on, write down how your day went. If it overall, was it a positive day, negative day? If you want to break it down, positive morning, negative morning, you know what I mean? And then the next day, do something different. Open your Bible, open the book, open, or even just sit down and have a conversation with your kids before they go to school. Skip one thing, skip the coffee or skip the TV or skip the news, whatever it is, and start your day a little differently. And then write down if that was a positive or negative day and keep track of that throughout a week or a month. Keep track and yeah. and set a trend and see, see what mm-hmm. the data tells you. Right. And then throw in some prayer, you know, pray about it, right? Whatever you're struggling with, pray, right? Prayer <laughs> is powerful, right? That's how, that's how you change it. So so I'll throw that in there, get that built into your life. Always, always be praying. Always be, mm-hmm. be, be thankful. I think just being thankful. Holy that's, smokes, that that's is, huge. Yeah, if you could just go at life with a thankful attitude. How many, right? how many lepers actually came back and thanked Jesus for healing them? One, ten percent, one. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was it? The rest of them just went on their merry way. Never thanked him. Mm-hmm. Sad. <clears throat> Yeah, it's pretty wild. When you reflect on your day, you know, at the end of the night, you know, you reflect on your day. We, we do a thing for dinner every day. You know, we gather around the table for dinner. There are no electronics to be found. And we ask about the day and we talk about it. We pray over dinner. And yep. every day we, we say what we're thankful for. And that list, I mean, that list is pretty long, man. That grateful list, like just thankful for our friends and our family and our relationships and, and the food and the, you know, just the day, our health, our, we had a good day, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just to, to use that before you go to bed and, and then get up in the morning and start your day on a positive note, you know, set a, set a regime, but I would challenge you, you know, to, to see <clears throat> what nets a better positive result. And when you find that repeat it, like it's not, it's atomic habits. It's right. a small habit. And I think telling other people that you're thankful for them too, right? Your family, especially, you know, start their day out right, right? If someone did that to you, man, that would, right? That'd help mm-hmm. out a little bit. Get you, get you started off the right way. Yeah, positivity, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Positivity. But I think that's, I think that's a, a pretty solid, pretty solid message, man. And there's a, there's a lot in that. You know, not to downplay, not to oversimplify it, but, but man, like if you just set out to just spread a little bit more love and just watch the difference in your life. Yep. Agree. It's like compounding interest, man. Yep. I love it. So, yeah. Well, fellas, man, I, I could, man, I could beat on this all night. I really could, but I think it's, uh, you know, powerful enough as it is. Yeah. So I think with that being said, man, I would, I would, I would challenge you to start your day out a little differently, find what works, pray, spread the love, little acts of kindness, man. Mm -hmm. That's where it's at. Yeah. You got to start internally, you know, with you first and then it spreads from there. 
And um, if you can just start there first, start with your your own spirit, your own soul, yep. develop that relationship with the Lord. It'll just do nothing but like it's a, a ripple over these waters. You throw this uh, pebble in the very calm lake and that ripple still is going and going and going. So you can make a difference. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Be thankful. Absolutely. All right, fellas. Well, on that note, peace out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, yeah. Oh, my God.